0: You're tuning in to the Bookmatic's Best Book Podcast, where you will discover author secrets from books that'll make you feel, grow, and learn. These authors are from all over the world, all different backgrounds, and you are sure to learn a whole lot from their personal experiences. So please enjoy, subscribe, and let's get into it. welcome bookmatic lifelong learners to the bookmatic lifelong learning podcast we have an awesome guest here today paul crosswell welcome to the show
1: thanks so much for having me man it's such a pleasure to be on and to be able to connect with you today
0: yeah man so uh uh paul crosswell is the author of life balance which i just read recently and Life Balance is a really cool book because, well, it works on your life, work-life balance. Uh, it's really practical, which is the thing that I absolutely loved about his book. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of books out there about uh, life balance, life-work balance, work-life balance, and like habits and, you know, all, these, all this stuff. Uh, but the thing that I really loved about Paws was um, he tells his personal story which is relatable. And uh, you know, that's what we truly look for when we read books is we want something that is very relatable. And uh, you know, that's, that's what you're going to get when you read Paul's book. And I believe he also has a workbook, a partner workbook to, to his book as well. So uh, I'll let him introduce a little bit more about his book and his workbook and himself. So go ahead, Paul.
1: Awesome. Thank you again so much, Matt. Uh, yeah, so Life Balance is a book about improving your life balance. And you know the approach that the book takes is it takes you on a journey on how to use healthy life balance to become the kind of person who can reach almost any goal you set for yourself. Uh, Starting and really kind of basing itself on the premise of um, healthy life balance creates the environment for you to be able to become uh, really a, a catalytic goal reacher, so to speak. And in the book, I introduced 12 principles uh, that helps you to grow in this way in the mental battle, a more strategic way of taking action towards your goals. And then finally, a uh, the long term uh, setup or how to set yourself up for long term success in reaching your goals and even after you reach your goals to be able to go from there. And the workbook, as you mentioned, is designed to help anyone going through the book to apply each of these principles to get a better understanding. I highly recommend uh, using them together, but of course uh, the book is just, you know, you can use it by itself.
0: Yeah, definitely. The book is also very practical. I like those exercises that you have at the end of the uh, chapters. So those can really help people to, um, yeah, to progress with their goals. And I, you know, before this episode, I was looking through the Amazon reviews of your book, which uh, are outstanding. And people were saying it's almost like having a uh, like a personal life coach or, you know, success coach right over your shoulder reading that book. And I really love that quote from whoever wrote the review. Uh, I I definitely agree. You know, Uh, it's like you got this person sitting right next to you when you're reading the book. So that's really cool. The vibe is, is great. Um, so yeah, what inspired you to write Life Balance?
1: Yeah, uh, Life Balance is and has been a long journey for me. <laughs> you know, uh, I like to, to point out that Life Balance, I felt or I feel has never been an option for me, even from a very young age. So uh, I was born with something called sickle cell anemia and for those who aren't familiar with sickle cell it is a blood disorder where your cells are shaped in an irregular way that makes it <clears throat> excuse me easy for blood clots to form and what happens when these clots form is it leads to chronic pain severe chronic pain I've come across uh, women with sickle cell anemia who've said that their their sickle cell pain was worse than the pain of child labor. Just to give context to you know the level of pain that this causes. And one of the stories I share uh, early on in the book is about an episode I had when I was about eight years old where one of my lungs completely collapsed and the other one was functioning at half capacity. And that entire episode left me in a coma for a while. The doctors literally didn't think I was gonna make it. Uh, they encouraged my mom to begin to prepare for my funeral basically. Um, and so as a result of this, right. And just a series of going through this over and over and over again, I had to learn very quickly how to manage life in a healthy way because sickle cell can be triggered not only by physical interaction or or overexertion, but by stress and being overly stressed as a result of really anything. And so I had to figure out how to navigate and manage life and life stress in a healthy way. Otherwise my life would be this series of crisis after crisis. And so life balance, you know, is is really the culmination or the gathering of all of the, the lessons I've learned over the years of how to manage the stress of life in a healthy way, beginning with how to win the mental battle of hey, these are things that I need to do in order to live a healthy life. But when I try to do them, you know, I begin to fight this mental battle and needing to overcome that, and then figuring out how to take action in a healthy way in a way that's in line with my personal mental emotional even spiritual wiring uh, that makes it easy for me to actually reach the goals i set, and then how to do that long term (laughs) you know so not in you know kind of these quick hacks but in a long-term sustainable way of becoming the kind of person who can do this uh and so that's that's where life balance comes from and i'll just add real quick matt if i can
0: yeah,
1: And what's funny is I didn't intend to write a book. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I started this process, um, and I don't know if I've told you this before, but when I started this process, the, the goal was, you know, hey, I, I've been blogging, I'll put together a few of my blog posts into kind of a, an ebook, you know, short thing with some helpful tips on how to do some of these things. And I just kept writing and writing and writing and 8 months later I had a book so here we are
0: yeah man yeah 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 and i mean it, it, the book really turned out well because well it's not extremely long either right it's very digestible which is fantastic and you know yeah. paul i'm glad that you brought up the the sickle cell story because i was actually going to ask you about that so now i don't have to ask you about it but <laughs> i do want to like you know clarify the fact that you know, most of the time when people struggle through something like I've got rheumatoid arthritis, so it's not as serious as your condition, but we, you know, people with, with conditions, learn how to cope with those conditions and learn, you know, build like these structures like you built in this book, you know? So, uh, that's really worthy of, uh, reading Paul's story and, uh, trying to apply these, uh, these strategies in your life. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is a struggle, but we persevere and we get through it.
1: Absolutely. How to get through it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. I was just saying, we figure out how to get through it. If you want to say something further, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, and I think the, the power of it is the, well, how we learn to persevere right? Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: you have to think creatively to overcome certain struggles, um, especially as it it pertains to health conditions. And the more creatively you're able to think, you know, and you're able to come up with these kind of different ways of looking at, for the most part, common problems, uh, you can stumble upon some really helpful things, not just for yourself, but others.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. We're all helping helping each other out. That's the the great, great thing about this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah. Next thing here that I want to ask you is um, uh, what do you think most people struggle with when setting and staying accountable for their goals that they set for for themselves? Yeah.
1: Um, Not to sound cliche, I guess, but I think life balance is the biggest struggle. And I think it remains the biggest struggle because it it's almost hidden. It's not considered almost at all. when Whenever the conversation of goal setting and goal getting comes up, you don't often hear about life balance. You hear about time management, you hear about, um, you know, different goal structures, you know, like the smart goals and things like that. But you don't actually hear about life balance. And I think the the problem with this is that your goals exist in a context of your life. And so for example, you know, let's take a common goal, uh, losing weight, you know, the you know, at least in, in, I want to say the Western world, you know, there's an obsession with uh, our physical appearance and looking a certain way. And so that becomes a really common goal, right? Whenever you, you consider the idea of, hey, I want to lose some weight you know, is it a really common goal. You have to consider, well, what's your diet like, right? Um, who, if you live in a, a, a house with other people, who's doing the cooking? Because if you're planning to lose weight, but someone else is the one, you know, making your meals for you, you have to figure out what your interaction and in your, your relationship is like with that person and their partnership and reaching that goal. What's your mental health like in your, your personal life? What are the things that you're, you're that may be a hurdle in reaching your goals? Are you just dealing with a breakup or a job loss? Um, are you just starting a new job? And you, know, you have certain demands that mentally and emotionally is draining, and you won't have the energy to show up for yourself when you say you will to reach your goal. And how about your social life? You know, Are you going to stop hanging out with all your friends uh, you know, just off the bat in order to show up at the gym when you need to? what's the impact there. And so you have all these these things, right? Your personal, your family, your social and career life, these four key areas of life which we break down in the book that all have their own demands on you. And then what happens is we show up, you know, to the end of the year, so you know, so to speak, and we say, okay, well these are my new year's resolutions or these are my goals for the new year and we don't make room for them. We overlook the fact that these these other demands still exist. And all we're doing is piling our new goals on top of those things. And eventually, and very quickly, most, most uh, studies show that most New Year's resolutions pretty much die at the end of two weeks. And for those who push further at the end of a month, (laughs) you know, most people don't make it through the year because their goals get buried under the context of their life, which existed before the goals. But what, what could it look like if we started a few steps back? If we started with looking at our work-life balance, looking at our whole life balance in these four areas of life and how we're managing what already exists in these areas and then create room for the goals that we set for ourselves. How mm-hmm. much more does our, our goal-reaching potential grow?
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So
1: that, that would be my, my opinion on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like the way that I personally look at, like kind of what you were talking about, the balance between the four areas is we only have enough energy and time during the day. Right. So yeah, like, if we're trying to add all this extra stuff during the day, um, we're going to run out of energy and we're also going to run out of time during the 24 hour day, eight hours sleeping of that. Right. So yeah, we, yep. we've got to make sure that we pour enough energy into our bottles. And then we, you know, we decide what sort of balance we're going to use during that whole day. I personally use a, a day view, right? Each day I'm going to put this much energy into, you know, the yeah. specific areas four areas of my life. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, uh, the, the other thing that I wanted to ask you is, how can, I may, and maybe you already touched on this, but how can people achieve life balance? And actually, what does it mean to you? Yeah, Two questions in um, one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I, love, I love those questions combined. to the, so the first question of how can people achieve life balance? I think it's, it's first important to recognize that life balance looks different for everyone right? Um, You and I, for example, one, we're in very different parts of the world. And so the context of our setting is going to impact our ability to shape our life balance. And then, you know, the other pieces of our lives, right? So um, I'll use, for example, one person who may be, I want to say a college student, right? And they're living at home with their parents. And They're looking to build out their life balance. And then you take the parents and they're living at home with an adult child. Their life balance are going to look very, very different. And that's because the demands on each of these four areas of life are going to be very different for them. So for the college student, their personal life and their family life um, are going to have very different demands compared to their parents' personal and family life. it might be almost complete opposite. And then definitely with the social life and then their academic career life. So we have to begin by figuring out what what exactly are the demands on these four areas of our lives. And there are different ways to go about this, but one of the simplest way for anyone who's looking to uh, improve their life balance or just really just kind of discover how to, to start, Start by answering this question for yourself. What does an improved quality of life look like for me in each of these areas of life? And write out the three to six most demanding things in each of these areas of life, in your personal life, your family life, your social life, and your career life. What are the three to six most demanding things? And then who are the three to, to six uh most important people in your life in these four areas. And once you have that down in front of you, written out of your mind and all visible on one page, hopefully you will be able to see, okay, well, that's why so much of my time is eaten up, you know, uh, at work, or that's why so much of my time is secretly being devoured in my social life. And I have no idea why, (laughs) you know, because you're not seeing where these demands are coming from. But once you're able to see it, then you can begin to decide if that's where you want it to go, right? Because we store or we manage our finances, right? We budget our finances. We ought to budget our time and attention. And when you're able to see where it's going, then you can begin to budget it correctly. Um, As far as what it means to me uh, in terms of life balance, life balance for me is is a matter of... uh, context like for me it, it it's foundational it, it's it's not optional I, I was uh giving a a talk a few days ago and one of the things that i shared is that life balance is not a luxury it's foundational it it's not something that you know only certain people with a certain income level should be able to to have or are able to have it's something that all of us need it Saying you need healthy life balance is like saying you need um, great mental health. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, what what your context is, what your circumstances are, mental health is foundational. If you have poor mental health, your quality of life will deteriorate and, and just straight up fall apart. And it's the same thing with, with uh, life balance. It is absolutely foundational to living a healthy and meaningful life. Mm. Hmm. and that's where i stand
0: (laughs) well said i love it i love it that's a great great uh part of this episode so i hope people are paying attention and taking notes as well (laughs) they can apply this in their life oh this is going to make such a big difference man so yeah that's cool uh how often do you do speaking gigs
1: oh well right now (laughs) i am just starting out to be very transparent with you because up until this point my attention has been on completing the book and okay. just connecting with people over it and so really this year is when i'm really just beginning to get out there and share some of the stuff more publicly through speaking engagements so hopefully this year will be the year you know i, I just kind of roll into that a bit more
0: cool man yeah that's exciting because i mean especially you can access uh, zoom and do these uh, talks like pretty much you don't even have to be there right <laughs> exactly <laughs> talking to people from across the world so yeah definitely um that's exciting very exciting uh,
1: and the the powerful thing about that too and this is something i i guess i'll just put out there mm-hmm. it doesn't matter the context like it this can be a, a small group discussion or this can be a, a corporate office discussion in terms of life balance because in, as far as you know we've been talking about individuals but if you look at it you know, from an organizational perspective if your employees have poor life balance they get to work they're not focused they're not productive they're not efficient but if you're able to equip them to live a life that has healthy life balance it's synonymous with uh you know healthy mental health It they all of a sudden are are able to be in a place where they're able to function more efficiently at work and produce more, do more and be happier doing it. And as a result, the company grows, you know, and so it this can be a conversation in in almost any sphere.
0: Yeah, true. So true, man. I think that's actually really important for uh like managers and CEOs and you know bosses to hear because uh oftentimes you'll get someone who doesn't really pay attention to that. And they just expect you to, to do your work no matter, no matter what. Right. So uh, yeah. Having that yeah. life balance is really important on individual and uh, business company level, organization level. So cool. I'm glad you brought that up as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, why should people buy your book? <laughs> That's, that's a great, great question for you. Why should people buy your book? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: this is probably going to be the hardest question for me because I, I'm, I'm, I'm still growing as a marketer. Let's put it that way, I'm not great at that. Uh, but I think at the most basic level, is if you, if you desire to live a life of meaning right? If you desire to live a life where you feel equipped to be able to reach the goals you set in front of you, not just reach a goal, right? There are a lot of books that teach you how to lose 15 pounds in two weeks, or how to start this, how to do that. This book, it starts a few steps behind those books. It puts you in a position to reach any goal you set, to learn how to set goals and go after those goals in a way that's in line with your your mental wiring, your emotional wiring, your spiritual wiring, and puts you in a position to become that kind of person that ultimately you want to become, right? Where you're able to set a goal in front of you and go after it. And if that's your desire, if that's your heart, where you want to be that kind of person and you want to experience an improved quality of life, then my book is for you right if if you have no desire for that if if you're content with where you are and you know you're like hey i think i'm i'm good with my life balance then my book may not be for you, be for you and that's all right i'm i'm perfectly fine with that but for those who feel like they're in need of of what this has to offer then by all means go for it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah great uh, and is there anything else that you would like to add that maybe I missed?
1: Um, I, I think we can just jump back to the speaking for, for a second. Sure. Uh, I just want to point out that on top of speaking and sharing about this, like I said, in, in many di- different spheres, uh, this, whether this uh, is a church Right. And being able to speak at a church and, and share the context of this. And and for those who are listening who aren't involved in a church and you're wondering, well, how exactly does this connect with you know what's going on? Um, there are a lot of goals in our spiritual lives that we we take on. There are a lot of um, if you want to see it as commands that we receive on our ends as goals that we work towards. And if you're not in a position to be able to reach those goals or be the kind of person to reach those goals, it can impact your, your growth spiritually. And again, in a corporate context, as well as individuals. And so I offer consulting services. I offer speaking um, services for anyone who's looking to have someone come on and come alongside them to help them to explore and apply these principles in their context to give them really a a one-to-one assistance in walking this stuff out these are things that i do right and so you can find more information about that on my website it's just my name paulwcroswell.com and you'll find all the information on it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and i'll definitely leave a link in the description of this um, episode and yeah people can go over there i hope they do um at least checking out the book like you know, uh, I'll leave a link for that as well. That way people can check it out. Um, it's valuable. Uh, it's short, it's practical. So yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, you already answered the fact that uh, you, they can find you at your website. Um, is there any other place that they can find you? Uh, and where should they buy your book?
1: Yeah, so I am like most, I want to say right now, (laughs) on social media. I'm all over social media, basically. And in in a past life, I was a hip hop artist. And so all of my social channels still exist. I'm mostly on Instagram. So if you want to interact with me, I respond to almost everyone who reaches out to me, whether in uh, as a DM or in a comment. So you can find me on Instagram. Again, it's just Paul W. Croswell. Uh, same with Twitter. Uh, I love an, interacting and engaging with folks on Twitter as well as Facebook. Um, and it, all of this, you're just looking up my name and it really should be the first one to pop up. In most contexts, it, it is. And the, my website is the hub of all the information. If you're looking to purchase the book, the workbook, I also have uh, what's called a work-life balance uh, manager. It's a planner slash journal that you can use to, it's designed specifically to manage these four areas of your life in a very prominent way. It brings it to the forefront and it, it runs perfectly in line with the, the, principles in the book it's Mm -hmm. built on the principles of the book actually and so all of this is available on my website um as well as on amazon so Mm -hmm. if you want to purchase the book or the workbook or the planner you can just find it on amazon and you'll find the amazon link on my website on the first Mm -hmm. page of my website so Mm -hmm. go for it
0: yeah is that the vita vita planner if i'm not mistaken yeah
1: vita map um Uh, and vita is just uh it's the European word, in most European countries, is the word for life. So oh, life yeah. map. So I, uh, that's really what it is.
0: Cool, man. I'm glad you also brought that up because uh, that's something I totally forgot to mention about earlier. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to mention anything else about the Vita map since we didn't really talk about it? So, yeah,
1: man, I mean, just briefly, it's... Uh, it's not a traditional planner. <laughs> um, most planners are designed to give you a space to kind of dump the things that you need to do, right? This is designed a, a little, I wanna say a little more intentionally, if, if that's all right. It's designed specifically to help you to manage your life balance. And so of course there, there are places for you to put out all the things that you need to do in a day, a month, a year, Um, And there are two different versions of it, it gives you a weekly outline or a daily outline that gives you a full page each day for for doing your planning. But at the same time, it allows you to track your life balance in each of these areas of life. And what's cool about it is that you're able to catch any potential deficiencies building up in any of your your areas of life, personal, family, social career, before it hits a point of crisis. Because that's, what's ha- that's what happens when we lose balance, is we lose track of one or more of these areas of life, and then eventually it comes back in a far worse shape, and we have to stop everything we're doing, all the positive progress we're making in the other areas of life in order to bring this unhealthy area back to a place of health. Mm-hmm. But you know what would it look like if we're able to track all four of these areas, keep them in the forefront? as we're making decisions and setting goals and that's what VitaMap is all about that's what this life balance planner and manager is designed to help you to do so mm-hmm. i i really hope that's helpful to someone
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely curious how does it help you to track or how can you track with it
1: i i love that so the it allows you as you plan out your day you're able to assign each priority task or a major task to a specific area of life. So for example, um, on a daily sheet, you set out, you know—you write out the list of things you're doing and then your priority task or the three to four biggest things that you're tackling that day, you're able to select, okay, is this a personal life task? Is this a family life task, a social life task or a career life task? And when you get to the end of the week and then the end of the month and so on, you're able to basically calculate where your best energy is going, right? And so if you get to the end of the week and you realize uh, half of my energy have gone to all career stuff and I've given zero priority to any social life things, and very little to personal life things, and then family life things is kind of coming in second to career, then you can see before it hits a point of crisis, hey, I might be heading in a really horrible direction in my social mm-hmm. life, um, and I might need to give that a little bit more attention. So it's not about an equal distribution of time and energy across. It's just a matter of being able to see where you are, mm-hmm. see what your your habits, your behaviors are, so that you can adjust them before they get to a place where it's far too
0: unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. It sounds very visual as well, which is nice because I know that you know a lot of people learn in a different way. So having like yeah. the visual aspect, uh, something that you can write in, uh, that sounds very, very helpful. So uh, good. Thank you very much for sharing about it. Absolutely.
1: And yeah. I'm a visual learner, so <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. why it's like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because, I mean, yeah, like I said, everyone learns in a little, little bit of different way. So if you mix in those different aspects in with your Vita map, uh, then, yeah, it's going to help. The people who have that certain style of learning so yeah yeah.
1: nice man and yeah uh so i was just gonna add go ahead um just on the topic of the vita map it's also a gratitude journal which I'm, i'm i'm certain you've come across this already of the importance and the significance of gratitude on our mental and emotional health as human beings and so there there are plenty of gratitude journals and articles and blog posts on the importance of uh, growing gratitude in your life, even if, you know, you watch like the minimalist documentary, just all these things, they point to this. And so this is built into the planner each day, you're able to, to journal, you know, your gratitude for that day. And Mm -hmm. the goal of that is to grow gratitude in your life, which improves, by the way, your mental health. So just tacking that on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of journaling and showing gratitude. Uh, so that's a really big plus for that. And I always talk about it on my profile and my Facebook group, any, basically yeah. everywhere I talk about it, YouTube channel, everywhere, because it's so important. <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate you coming on the show. I hope that every single person listening enjoyed it learned a lot from it uh pick up the book definitely pick up the book um and yeah thank you very much paul
1: well thanks so much for having me matt this this was a pleasure for me um just being able to connect with you and talk a little bit about this this information so i appreciate it
0: Mm -hmm. thank you all right everyone we'll see you in the next episode take care